Okay, we are live episode 153. That would be 153 if you were to read it out. There we go. Carl Starkey with Awesome Sauce. Jessica Dewey with Y Collective. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having us. Hi, Mark. Thanks for having us. It's my pleasure. Uh, they just had to hear me vent for about three straight minutes. Uh, I could have gone for 30, but that will be for my therapist later. Um, let's get right into this, uh, Carl. <laughs> talk to us about Awesome Sauce. When did it start? What's it all about? Uh, awesome Sauce is the world's first sustainable sauce company. Paul and I got going officially a year ago. Uh, and the, the idea is about a year and a half old. So we are sauce from powder. Say the last part. We are sauce from powder. Sauce from powder. Describe it to us. And if nobody knows anything, right? I know nothing about it. Give us like the form and function of this. Yeah. So we, we start as a powder. We provide a reusable container. You add water powder. When you shake it up, you get all the sauces and condiments that you know and love. That's on the direct consumer side. On the food service side, you add in a machine, uh, but it's machine, powder, water. Interesting. And so do you mix it in in whatever you have, a bottle, a jar, uh, anything that, that and I'm, again, first top of mind is a ketchup, where is yeah. it a, a hot sauce? Yep. So right now the SKUs that we have out are ketchup, barbecue, and hot sauce. Uh, you can you can mix it in a bowl with a spoon. Um, shaking it's the easiest. You can use an old Tupperware container or one of our branded glass jars. Um very cool. Okay. And what made you think of this? I, again, I would assume it comes from, you, you use a lot of condiments, uh, maybe you got some sriracha sauce. You realize it's in the, it, it's in the refrigerator. You got the whole shelf space, uh, you know, uh, sort of dedicated to it and you wanted to have a more efficient way of producing something like this. And so we started out as a sustainability focused company. Uh, when you look at that massive use in the refrigerator, you see all these empty plastic bottles and so we, we started out looking at the waste that occurs at family dinners and looked at a problem that our kids are going to have to solve. So how do we jump into it early? And now it's evolved into what can we do on the food service side? When you really think of sauces, they're, they're ubiquitous. They're everywhere. From consumer side where people are purchasing it to food service side where it's given away. Um, and so we're looking at the entire industry, which is massive. It's $130 billion dollars. How do we disrupt the entire thing with our format? Got it. Okay, it makes it makes sense. And are you are the only one in the category, or are there others who have played in the space? How do, how does that work? Uh, so we're first to market. There's nobody else making sauces from powder. I mean, certainly the sauce category is is noisy and disrupted disrupted already in a in a variety of ways. But nobody's doing it in this format. Cool. Okay. And where are you located? I, I, you might have mentioned, but where, where, where are you at? We're, we're based out of Philly. Um, and so, so is our co-packer. So most of our operations happen, happen here. Got it. And so as far as a co-packer for something like this, did you have to introduce it to them? You, you walk in there and, and sort of showcase, Hey, this is what we've been doing. Maybe there are uh, the assumption they're already maybe <laughs> a, a spice company of some sort, right? Seasoning company. So they have, you know, sort of powders, uh, you know, around the facility and, and know how to pack it, but you're just showing them. Yeah. But watch what happens when I add a, put an additive to this, uh, which they could probably care less about anyway, because it's already packed in, in sort of powder form. Right. And we, we start at the food 
food science side to understand the what the product is going to yield. And then we go to a co-packer and say, here's what, here's what we'd like to have. And then, I mean, there's a couple of other pieces like the container side. Um, and then how do we, how do we move the product? But, but really, I mean, we, we got lucky. I heard, I heard what you were saying about co-packers. Our co-packers have been great. They've been with us since day one um, and they're phenomenal partners. And so there's a little bit of a back and forth. They're focused on how are they getting this, the door also focused on where are they getting we're developing and we're trying to envelope on that side and so there's this little back and forth piece where they're like well you're gonna have to buy a full truckload of that and we're like well we can't afford to do that so let's both do good business and get around on this that makes sense. Um, and so what, what does this look like as far as distribution? I, I assume we touched on it, I think, direct-to-consumer makes the most sense. It, it, it ships flat, light, and beautiful. Um, and then the secondary side yeah. is if you were to move to retail, how or where would it get placed? Um, you know, how, it, it would be a, an interesting, would, would it be in that seasoning section, which I guess it could, or it could be in the condiment section, maybe on a strip, I don't know. You tell me. Isn't isn't that the win though, Mark? If you think if you think about where you can go in a store, if you're starting to talk about multiple locations, that's that's a good sign for us. Um, so I think yes, uh, traditional retail is not the thing that we've been focusing on. We've been focusing more on which for us that means uh, places like REI and Ace Hardware, Urban Outfitters, where people are going in and finding brands that are unique and saying, "Hey, I want this as a gift," or "Oh, this is a really good idea," and so with the the general uh to really understand how our format helps them um our condiment like the condiment category is a slow mover in general help that our form factor is a lot smaller and so you're moving more units um, but yeah i think that just generally when you think about the store we're applicable in a lot of rub as a uh as a mix-in ingredient uh as a yielded ingredient so there's a lot of places that we can play I like that. Um, and, and so where do you take this? So you, you, is it yourself? Again, describe maybe the team and then also where you take this, let's say, over the next 12 to 24 months, at more as a brand and expansion and, and, and how you look at it. Yeah. Uh, so it's Paul and I are two full-time co-founders, and then we have a full team from food science to graphic design to packaging, um, logistics, and the media side, uh, ad spend side. We have a full team of, of contracted resources. Um, our first way of building the brand and carrying the story as two dads who are solving a massive problem. When we look at omni-channel, what gets exciting is rather than a lot of brands who say, you know, I want to sell this in bulk or in these different channels and that's we can be everywhere the condiments are and so as we what it makes most sense right now is food service um, and focusing on universities and stadiums where our value proposition is esg we free emissions by 66 percent we provide an innovative and customizable experience to a stadium or a university so we can take four base sauces and turn them into 12 yielded sauces and then we're at cost parity and so as we look at where are you collecting the most eyeballs, where do you have the highest ESG food service uh, makes the most sense. And then that brings on the tailwinds that will pull and eventually get yourself back in general grocery. And so over the next 12 to 24 months, we're looking at some contracts with um, sports venues in the country. 
fruit. And hopefully we'll have a couple of those signs soon uh, to be the official sauce of something, which then just becomes the front end of what we're doing with the concessionaire, which then sort of brings us to scale. Very cool. Um, I, I like it. I, I like I like the innovation. I I don't you know, I've done this. What, what did I say it was 153. Um, and so out of 153, there everybody kind of talks on innovation. You know how we like to do that. Um, but then there's some what I consider true innovation. I, I think this is one. Um, it, it makes sense to me for those for those consumers who want to do it. You got to understand the, the ones like we're both parents, right? I just want to buy my ketchup and it is what it is, right? I, I got enough problems to deal with here. Um, uh, but they're, they're just, I, I also like the word sustainability. There's a pocket, right? It, it, I don't care if it's even niche at this point. It's definitely emerging, but like I'm big on niches. I've been talking a lot more about that. Like find your community and it could be a niche. People have this off-putting idea of what a niche is. Oh, it's too small. No, it's not. A niche like that that's actually fantastic if you found a niche and it's just a small community small as in hey i got a hundred thousand customers you're winning right um uh-huh. so I, I like it man um everybody check out awesome sauce i'll put up your info here at the end uh we are going to move to jessica Y collective she's got a nice little uh, the look in the back her, 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 her shirt is much better than I got. I don't even know. What do I pull over? I don't know what this is going on today. Uh, <laughs> get, you, tell us about it. Hi. Yeah, I'm Jessica. I'm the founder of the Y Collective. I have about 14 years of content marketing strategy experience working for um, anywhere from Calathea Farms to uh, working with VaynerMedia uh, with brands like L'Oreal. I've also worked with brands including um oh gosh i'm blanking out now um brands including jc penny um uh hidden valley ranch um and uh green giant to name a few and i founded the y collective about a year ago we're a digital marketing shop based in la but with a national presence really at this point because uh of covid thanks to covid um and we're a, a digital marketing shop focused primarily on good food and beverage brands, lifestyle brands with a digital content spin. Uh, we offer senior level, level strategy that informs every angle of digital marketing and social media marketing execution. We really view digital and content marketing as a full ecosystem that all sh- should work together rather than having it be really segmented. You have your performance marketing, your creative agencies, your digital marketing, and your social media teams all separated um, among many CPG brands. And we work to bring those together for emerging food brands. Cool. Uh, Vayner, shout out, Gary. Um <laughs> You don't need that, by the way, uh, for the hundred viewers of that are going to see this. Um, good stuff. Uh, just, Jessica's, <laughs> Jess, Jessica's info is there. Carl's info is there. I appreciate you both being on. Enjoy the rest of the week. Awesome. Thanks so much, Mark.